Welcome to TSCRA Talk, a podcast by Texas and Southwestern Cattle Raisers. I'm your host, Kristen Brown. Today we have TSCRA President Robert E. McKnight, who's from Fort Davis, Texas, where he raises registered and commercial herders and crossbred cattle. Robert, welcome to TSCRA Talk. We're glad to have you with us today. Well, it's good to be here, and thank you for having me. Now, you recently visited the White House for the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement signing. Tell us about that experience. Well, it was a great experience, and we were excited to be included. Uh, National Cattlemen's Beef Association uh, extended an invitation to us. The White House had invited our national group, and they uh, there were four of us from Texas that were able to go, and it was a treat. I don't know how to describe it. It was kind of a historic signing. It was a big trade bill. And I think for agriculture, it is a big win for all of us. We were very excited to see it happen and anxious to see what happens in the future with that. I think I think it's going to be good for all of us, not only in beef cattle, but across the board in agriculture and, and really for the whole country. I think it'll be good for business for everyone. Most definitely. Now, take us through your days in D.C. What all did you get to take a part, take part in and who did you get to meet and talk to? Well, we met a lot of folks, and through the years, being involved with uh, Texas Cattle Raisers as well as our national group, we know a lot of our representatives, senators up there, and it was just good to catch up with them. Mike Conway has been a champion for us for a long time, Senator John Cornyn, Congressman Will Hurd, uh, Senator Ted Cruz has always done a great job representing us. So just kind of our Texas delegation, uh, Henry Cuellar has done a lot for us on the House side as well. And, you know, just to see those folks also spend a little time in our NCBA office, which is a national cattlemen's association. And uh, Texas Cattle Raisers is one of the biggest affiliates to our national group. So when you get involved with the Texas Cattle Raisers, immediately you become pretty involved uh, with the national uh, being the largest affiliate to the NCBA. So, you know, we talked with those guys, went by the NCBA office, and it was just a good few days up there. Well, that's fantastic. Now, tell us what it was like being there representing ranchers in this important. Well, it was a thrill. It was humbling, and it was just an honor to be there on the South Lawn of the White House. I thought uh, President Trump delivered a great speech, and uh, he has been a good friend to not only agriculture, but I think all business in the country. Uh, He's made promises. He's delivered on those promises. He's, in my mind, just a very effective uh, president as well as administration. I think he has uh, got a great staff around him, Robert Lighthizer, and certainly uh, Greg Dowd, who uh, is specifically on the ag trade under Robert Lighthizer. But I think his whole team did a great job and uh, really did a good job on this trade. Well, and you referenced this, that this trade agreement is a big victory for cattle producers. Tell us why is it important that we have this, this relationship with Canada and Mexico? Well, they're two of our biggest trading partners, and uh, even under the old NAFTA, however many years that was, 18, 19, 20 years, we've been able to increase our exports nearly 750% to Mexico. So I think it goes without saying how important it is to us. And when this talk first started, as far as the beef part of the trade deal, it was pretty good before, and our message was just – Let's don't take a step backwards. Keep it as good as it is. And I think the administration heard us and was cognizant of that. 
and I think they made that happen. So in the U.S., that's only 4% of the global population. So with our production levels here, uh, we need exports to grow our markets. To get better prices, we have to increase demand, and I think exports is how we do that. We certainly focus on domestic demand, but uh, the growth of our industry is going to be through exports. So you've got USMCA. We've got this China deal started. We've done a bilateral deal with Japan, working on a deal with the U.K. All of those things really help us be more sustainable. And economically, it's just uh, a good thing for us. And again, our market is uh, the biggest part of our market is outside our borders. Well, now, this also didn't just happen overnight. Talk to us about the process over the past few years of how how this has come to fruition. It's just been a lot of hard work, not only by Texas Cattle Raisers, but by our National Cattlemen's Beef Association. And again, I can't get enough credit to uh, Greg Dowd and Robert Lighthizer. I mean, they uh, they listened to us, they responded, and uh, again, we appreciate it. But they were very sensitive to what we were saying, very receptive to what we were saying. And again, I think they built that all into the trade deal, but it did not happen overnight. But we're very happy for their uh, expertise and then the results we're seeing. Again, I think it is a big, big win for agriculture. Most definitely. Now, shifting gears a little, your term as president of TSCRA comes to a close at Cattle Raisers Convention next month. What have been some other highlights of your presidency? Well, certainly on the policy side, I've enjoyed that a good bit. Uh, We've had some great successes on the trade front that have been uh, very exciting, and to be be a part of that has been very gratifying. But uh, probably the biggest thing for me is just getting around the state, meeting a lot of people from all over the state that had I had not had this opportunity, I wouldn't have been able to meet all the different producers from around the state and the Southwest for that matter. And uh, that to me has just been been very gratifying. And uh, the cattle industry, I'll tell you, is just the greatest group of people in the world. And to uh, be able to just meet so many different operators, I'm very lucky to have done that. And really, leaving this office, I almost feel guilty. I'm leaving more than I feel like I could get back in a lifetime because I've gotten so much just meeting so many wonderful people around the country. Well, and you have a long history of being involved with the association, having been a director since 1989. How does a TSCRA member go about getting more involved with the association? And what advice would you give them? I'll tell you, we are open to anyone who has an interest and is willing to just, uh, I'd say really the first thing is just show up, uh, find where your interests lie. We've got different committees, different areas, and uh, we are always looking for more volunteer leadership to help us. And I would say just get involved, join, be a member, but involvement is the big thing. And uh, I'm telling you, we always have a lot of work on many different fronts and uh, there is room for everyone. And with that said, another gratifying thing as uh, as an officer is seeing how effective our grassroots volunteer leadership is. When we have an issue, I don't care what it is, within our organization, we've got people that have expertise in that area. And when we call on people to help us on different issues, and they come running. And that that's really gratifying to see our membership step up. And this is a membership-driven organization. And uh, the level of involvement of our members is uh, is really phenomenal. And I think that's what makes us so effective as an organization. But any new person wanting to get involved, I'd say just show up. 
come to the committee meetings, find your area of interest, and uh, just engage because uh, we are wide open to everyone, and we want to hear what everyone has to say. It's a big, diverse industry, and we want to hear what everyone has to say and do our best to represent everyone across the state and Southwest. Yes, I agree completely. It's a fantastic association and you know, great for large cattlemen, small cattlemen, landowners. There's, there's a place for everybody here. Well, there really is. And, uh, you know, I think there used to be a thought there wasn't a place uh, for small cattle raisers, and, and that's just not true. Our average member has less than 50 heads. So there is a place at the table for everyone, and we want to hear from everyone. So uh, the members, we want to certainly encourage them to keep engagement. But anyone that's not a member that thinks, I don't belong there, that's just wrong. You do belong there. We want you there. And and as Texas changes, I think it's more important now than ever to, to grow our membership. We've got a lot of producers out there that aren't members that, that need to be members. When we have any policy issues that come up, and as Texas becomes more urbanized, the rural agriculture people are going to have to come together. And uh, today, cattle raisers is the greatest platform to make your voice heard. Uh, they're respected in Austin. They're respected in Washington. And uh, I would encourage every non-member to look at joining because I think it's going to be important and more important now uh, as Texas is changing. The ag rural folks really, really need to come together to protect our interests. So, Robert, what would you say are the key factors of being a member? Why is that vital to your operation that y'all be involved with TSCRA? Well, as we know, Texas is a lot of people are moving to Texas. I think at one time there were a thousand people a day moving to Texas, and that's good. We encourage uh, a strong economy, and that certainly helps our economy. But the rural voice is becoming somewhat diminished. There are more people moving to these urban areas, and we like to think of Texas, and it is the biggest cattle state in the country, but Texas is an urban state now, and we just need everyone to help us deliver our message to the urbanites of how important agriculture is to Texas, and I think it's important we all come together really to protect our interests, our private property rights, and to just make sure what made Texas strong, that we continue that message that agriculture is a big part of that. Agriculture in Texas is one in six jobs, and so it plays a, an important part of Texas, and uh, we just want to make sure that we're allowed to continue to operate sustainable businesses as Texas becomes more urban. So, again, everyone in rural Texas, everyone in agriculture needs to be a part of Texas Cattle Raisers because that is the platform to make your voice heard. That is the go-to resource for a lot of our urban friends to find out about these rural issues because they don't know. And I think once we educate them on these rural issues, we've got a lot of friends in these urban areas. That work never stopped. And with that said, we need to continue to grow our membership and an engage membership. So again, everyone in rural Texas needs to be a part of cattle raisers because uh, if to me, we are the backstop. If we uh, let these property rights erode, uh, I think we could go in the wrong direction and who knows where it'll stop. So even if you're not directly impacted by some of the policies being made, ultimately, indirectly, you will be impacted. So I think it's important for everyone to be a part of the Texas Cattle Raisers, get engaged, and uh, as we move forward in our ever-changing state. 
You've made so many great points. And I want listeners to know that if they want to become a member, they can visit tscra.org. And Robert, thank you so much for your time today. We look forward to seeing you at Cattle Raisers Convention next month. TSCRA has gained worldwide respect through the work of the Special Rangers. With more than a century of law enforcement behind them, the Special Rangers remain a vital part of TSCRA. Scott Williamson, head of the Special Rangers, is with us today to talk about the Special Rangers Foundation. So, Scott, tell us about the need for the newly established foundation. Two different things changed as we went through a lot of the demands on law enforcement in the last 10 or 15 years where the liabilities, uh, you can turn on the news any day, whether it's firearms, whether it was an action, whether it was uh, interaction with the public, those all increased the demand on our training. So as we saw that need that we were unable to stay at a level that we needed to go to remain elite through the next 143 years, I looked at other ways to manage the access to those funds. So we created the Special Ranger Foundation, TSCRA Special Ranger Foundation, for the purpose of building support system that was sustainable for the Special Rangers going forward into the next generations. And one thing that I think is great, in addition to our membership with TSCRA, another way we can support this group is through the annual Special Ranger Silent Auction coming up at Cattle Raisers Convention. That's correct. Uh, and that will remain a staple, and it is now a component of the Special Ranger Foundation. It will be at convention. We are receiving items now. We have a good many items. We've received a beautiful custom-built lightweight Colt Commander with sterling silver grips that have our badges fully engraved on them. We've got a... Uh, uh, fishing trip for two, fly fishing in uh, Galveston Bay. We've uh, yesterday received uh, four tickets, 10 rows up behind third base in the new Texas Ranger ballpark that uh, we're really excited about. So we'll have quite a few very interesting items, but that plays a critical role in that support of the advancement of the Special Rangers in our training. And there are always so many neat things in the auction. Tell us about a few more items that we can expect to see in March. We have the pistol that I referred to. We will have sprayers that go on four-wheelers. We will have a saddle. We will have some leather goods from rifle scabbards to leggings. There are usually uh, some Yeti coolers. There'll be artwork, some pictures. Uh, there'll be multiple types of feeders from round bell feeders to mineral feeders to uh, some creep feeders. So it, it's a pretty broad spectrum. Usually some really neat items such as uh, custom wood vases or some engraved drinkware such as wine glasses or whiskey decanter usually some items from the Texas Ranger Foundation of the Texas Rangers in Waco. They support and send some items. So it'd be some really, really interesting offerings. It's really neat that we have the option to bid online now through the app, Silent Auction Pro. 
And I will for sure be watching in March when the list goes live of the items and we can start bidding. Now, Scott, coming to a close, what is one takeaway that you'd like our listeners to know about the TSCRA Special Rangers Foundation? We have a vision of remaining the most elite investigative group in the agricultural industry. And the Special Ranger Foundation's sole purpose is to facilitate that mission. The men, the brave men with backbone in 1877 that had a vision that stood, it's time to take it and prepare to make sure it not only endures the next 143 year, but it is successful and renowned. Thanks for joining us for the February edition of TSCRA Talk. Be sure to check out the show notes for links for more information about TSCRA as well as Cattle Raisers Convention and Silent Auction Pro.